Hello and welcome to level 76 of 3 Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host Tom Knight. Welcome on in. We've got a great little show for you today where we're going to be talking about cross-save indie games, another free-to-play offering from Steam, and speaking of Steam, we're going to be talking a little bit more about the Steam Next Fest, which, as of recording, is currently underway. So I hope you're excited for that. Let's get on with the show! Up first on Three Extra Lives in this level, I'm talking about cross-save indie games. And this is something that is relatively new and it's still not that widely available. But I had the pleasure of picking up a copy of Hades by Supergiant Games. Awesome game, by the way. Picked up a physical copy of that on the Nintendo Switch, which I was really excited about because I've been playing it on PC and I've made some progress there. But I, I wanted a copy of it because I really like the game. And two, I've owned a Nintendo Switch Lite now and I'm looking to build up that backlog of games, build up that collection of games. And I picked this up and I'm booting it up. I found out it had a feature called cross save. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting because obviously, like I said, I've been playing it on PC. So I was excited to jump onto it in a handheld form. But I was figuring, yeah, you know, I'll just be starting again. All that progress I did on PC will be separate. But no, I jumped into the game on the Nintendo Switch and there I was presented with an option to sign into my Steam account, retrieve my cloud save from Steam and continue my progress on the Nintendo Switch. It absolutely blew my mind. So I did that, booted into my game and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is just where I left it on the PC. Now it's in my hand, I can take it anywhere I want to. And then I was like, okay, let's try it the other way. So when I saved the game on Switch, it uploaded it to the cloud. Then I logged into Steam, opened up Hades, and hey presto, my progress that I'd made on the Switch was now on the PC. And I just think this is absolutely amazing technology. I love this. I love the connection between the two platforms and the fact that you can continue a game across another console, continue your progress. And for me, I'm happy to purchase a game twice if this is a feature absolutely if, if i can play something on my pc maybe preferably but then i'm out traveling somewhere or on the go and having access to that or sometimes you know just sitting on the sofa and being able to play the switch it's really great and something else that i thought was really cool specifically with hades is if you make a lot of progress on the switch and then you go and log on to the pc if you've achieved any achievements criteria that will then redeem. It will check your save file and then redeem those on, for example, Steam. So if you are one of those people that, you know, like collecting achievements and maybe don't want to split the platforms that you're playing on because you like to have it all in one area, because I know there's people like that. I'm, I'm kind of like that. Then having things like this is pretty amazing. And I know there is a few more games out there that are functioning with this cross save feature. I know The Witcher 3 is, we've mentioned that on here before. You've got the likes of Civ 6 and obviously cross-platforming gaming is becoming more of a thing as those barriers fall down between consoles and PC and just that accessibility continues to increase and I think this is a really encouraging feature and I hope, I really hope that this becomes more of a norm and more of a thing for the future. 
It's trivia time. So we talk about cross-saving games. And that led me to this question. Complete the title of this 2014 mobile arcade game developed by Hipster Whale. Crossy blank. Is it Crossy Street, Crossy Road, or Crossy Avenue? The correct answer is Crossy Road. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. Up next on Three Extra Lives, talking about a free-to-play offering called Hellevator. Hellevator is a 2D platformer in hell, where the only way to escape is to die. Find creative ways to die in order to solve puzzles and progress through this infernal hotel. And I played through this on a free-to-play Friday stream over at twitch.tv forward slash three extra lives. Had a lot of fun playing through this. Took about two hours or so to get through. Actually thought this game was really, really clever. And also it has a kick-ass soundtrack to go along with it as well. So basically you start off in this game, platformer game, 2D, and how it works is you need to find creative ways to die in order to move your soul into the possession of another body. And these creatures that you possess have different abilities. So for example, one of these characters that you might possess when they die, it creates a platform and then your soul gets passed on to another character that you can then use that platform to access a higher area. Or maybe you'll possess a character that when it dies, it explodes and that can take out like terrain or a, a wall blocking your way. And there's a small narrative in the game as you progress through about why you're in hell and you're basically looking to get out. You're looking to escape and you're trying to make it all the way to the top to do that. And there's a few twists and turns along the way, let's just say. So I fought for a free-to-play offering, Hellevator by Quasar Games. It's a lot of fun, takes a couple hours to complete. There's Steam achievements in this game as well. And all in all, it's just a feel-good platformer. It's not too difficult, but at the same time, it offers enough of a challenge to give you satisfaction in the playthrough time that it offers. And again, it's just an interesting mechanic because usually in platformers, you're trying to avoid dying. In this one, you're trying to figure out, well, how do I die so I move my soul into another body? And the fact that each of these characters had different on-death abilities to solve each puzzle was really, really clever and something that I hadn't really seen in any game before. So yeah, all in all, highly recommend checking out Elevator. The art style, the music, and it had a really satisfying ending as well to explain why you're in hell and what's actually happening. So go check that one out. That's free to play over on Steam. It's Hellevator by Quasar Games. It's trivia time. So it's talking about Hellevator. And that led me to this question. The 2007 ARPG originally developed by Flagship Studios was known as what? Hellgate London, Hellgate San Francisco, or Hellgate Copenhagen. The correct answer is Hellgate London. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And finally, on this level of three extra lives, I have been having an absolute blast 
with the Steam Next Fest. Now the Steam Next Fest ran from the 16th of June to the 22nd of June. So it's over, it's over now as, as you're listening to this. But the Steam Next Fest basically is a celebration of upcoming games on Steam, lots of demos available, live streams with developers, a real awesome chance to add some amazing upcoming indie games to your wishlist on Steam. And again, I always encourage people to add games to wishlists on Steam. If they like the look of it, it helps developers if they hit a certain number on Steam when their game is released. It helps with the algorithm, it helps with the discoverability of their game, and events like this really do matter for these indie developers to get more people playing their games, checking out the demos, even just getting to know the name of a game because there is a lot of games coming out and if you do or if you did look through the Steam Next Fest page on Steam you will notice there is just so much there. There is a lot to digest but there is some really great games coming out. Unfortunately I took the time to dive into quite a lot of these demos. Well, I say quite a lot, there's, there's hundreds there and I wanted to feature some of them over on my Twitch channel for One Hour Indies, so we're playing through three of them at a time across one hour and checking out first impressions on those games there. And I'm just going to quickly rhyme off a few that were notable, and I will include a list to these in the show notes so you can go over and wishlist them. Do that. Wishlist them. So one of the first ones I checked out was Tiny 4, which is a retro pixel art platformer game you're playing as young four an eight-year-old four you get handed Mjolnir and you can use that to take down enemies it's a lot of fun really brings back that reminiscence of an old-school platformer quite punishing as well when you die you only really have one life unless you pick up a power-up so it kind of brought back that memory of a fun but somewhat punishing at times platformer game another game that really caught the eye was a game called Labyrinth City, Pierre the Maze Detective. Now this is adapted from the best-selling children's book series Pierre the Maze Detective and basically you are playing as Pierre in this adventure puzzle game to recover the stolen maze stone which has been stolen by Mr. X. Ha 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 ha! And Mr. X has made everything a maze. Everything's turned into a maze. So you're navigating through these beautiful hand-drawn levels which reminds me of something like Where's Wally or Where's Waldo? and there's just so much stuff happening. The first level you're navigating through a museum, there's just so much chaos happening. There's loads of things to look at and you're navigating through these levels, trying to collect stars, trying to collect other little collectibles as well, but then trying to make it to people of interest. And it's not so straightforward as just walking down a road or navigating through an alleyway. There's just so many crowds of people and people blocking you off that you have to take a minute just to figure out which way to go. And I think this game is a lot of fun and especially probably going to be a lot of fun for younger gamers as well who will probably be absolutely blown away by what this game has to offer. Another game that checked out that is a little bit creepy, kind of in the realm of Little Nightmares, Limbo Inside, really Tim Burton-esque 1984 Animal Farm inspired game is called White Shadows which in White Shadows you play a small bird that is trying to escape this dark and weird world which is ruled by various hierarchy of animals. This is also set during a pandemic as well and it, there's a real theme of like misinformation of rulers and the art style in this as well, super dark, 
super, like I say, Tim Burton-esque inspired. And that one is very dark, very dark in, in more ways than just the visual appearance. But worth checking out if you do enjoy those games. Like I've mentioned, like Little Nightmares, Limbo, Inside, those games really explore some dark, dark narratives, but can be very enjoyable games to go through as well. Another game on a bit of a lighter note, a very lighter note actually, is a game called Life Slide, because this is a game about a paper plane flight. And in the demo of this game, you get to fly a paper airplane. You navigate through beautiful levels, beautifully colorful and vibrant levels while listening to zen-like music. And you do this by collecting power-ups, basically fuel to keep your plane going and making it to the end of the level and then continuing on, basically just trying to keep in flight for as long as possible. An absolutely stunning game and it really did blow me away playing this one. I got lots of vibes of like Race the Sun if you've ever played that game, but in a more, like I say, vibrant setting. And this game as well, after speaking to the developer a little bit, it's going to include an endless mode, which I think will be really great and also customizable game modes of how you basically want to play. Do you want it to be a bit more adrenaline fueled or do you want it to be that zen-like experience? And like I say, I could probably sit here for an hour telling you about the games on Steam Next Fest. That is merely a pinch of what I have sampled during the time of Steam Next Fest, but I have covered more of these over on the Twitch channel as well. So if you want to have a look at me playing through some of them, head over to twitch.tv and check the, the VODs out there. You can see some of the one hour indies in action and what I get up to there. And like I mentioned, I'll include this all in the show notes over at 3xlives.com so you can have an easy access place just to find these games that I'm mentioning. It's trivia time. So talking about the Steam Next Fest and you know, I mentioned a game there called Tiny Thor and that led me to this question. In Norse mythology, who is Thor's father? The correct answer is Odin. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And here we are at the end of another level of Three Extra Lives. How did you do on the trivia this week? Why not let me know over on social media at Three Extra Lives? Or you can head over to the Discord and brag about your score there. You can find more information, including the show notes for this level as well, over at threeextralives.com. Basically, that's the place you want to go. All the links are there for Twitch, for Discord, for the show notes, so you don't have to go searching for anything that I've talked about. You will find it all there. I want to thank you very much for tuning in to this level of Three Extra Lives, and I will see you all in level 77!